Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, hello, welcome back to Unlimited Horizons by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Bizzuto. I am our host today, the president of IAW, and so happy to be here with another one of our influencer members. Today, I'm talking with Angela Bell, who is a mompreneur. We're going to talk about her business, about her background, about how she became to be a mompreneur, her books, and so much more. She has some really great insights and tips to share today. Um, Angela is the founder of the Inspired and Profitable Mompreneur. Angela, I'm going to pause there. I'm going to let you tell us what you do um, in your business. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks so much, Megan. It's really great to be here. Um, So in the Inspired and Profitable Mompreneur, we are all about helping moms live their best life and helping them launch and grow their own business so that they have that time and financial freedom that they both want and deserve. So we you know, help by either helping them actually start the business, create the structure, you know, get it all together, figure out what it is exactly they want to do, but also in supporting them with the resources, techniques, tools that they need to be successful and the community support, because it can often be very isolating. Um, I am a big advocate of moms and how amazing moms are. So for me, it's, it's a passion. I, I think moms are natural entrepreneurs. I mean, you look at everything we do every day, managing a household, you know, raising children, keeping the world spinning. And it just, it perfectly parallels all the skill sets you need to be an entrepreneur. So I'm a big believer in mom magic and love helping other women just discover it. I love that. I love that. I'm sure that for our listeners, this resonates with so many people because I think as a mom myself, it's so relatable, right? And it's, it, I think I see so many women who have fantastic ideas and want to build something really great. Um, and that idea of community and support and people around you, and it doesn't have to be isolating. It doesn't have to be as hard. Um, talk to me about your books. You have the Mom Magic anthology series, Mom Magic Movement. Tell me tell me more about Mom Magic. Oh, Mom Magic. Um, I... I love mom magic. I mean, I love the anthology series. I love the concept in general. To me, it is all of that stuff that moms do that just make the world turn, right? So it is how toilet paper magically shows up in the house, how holidays are magical and children get the joy of belief. It is, you know, how we make things, something out of nothing and find a way to bring joy to everything Well, at the same time, you know, still being human in in all of our existence. So the anthology series came out of my desire to use my platform, my network, you know, my resources to help other moms share their stories and get in front of other people, but also to provide, you know, a tool that could help moms that may not have that support around them. So what I love most about anthologies is it's a collection of stories. So it's a collection of voices. So that increases the likelihood that the reader is going to connect with someone because it's not the same story. It's not the same voice. It's not the same lived experience. And so 
it increases the chances that someone is going to share something that that resonates with them and has them say, oh, I needed that. Or, oh, if she could do it, maybe so could I. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, that advice, that, that's going to help me. And so with the Mom Magic series, I really wanted to dive into a bunch of different you know, aspects of motherhood. So first one, mom magic, mompreneur, obviously near and dear to my health. I work with mompreneurs. I am a mompreneur. Um, And I also wanted to take the negativity away from the term, right? Everybody gets caught up in this. Oh, well, why do I have to qualify? Mm. I'm just an entrepreneur. And I was like, okay, but yeah, but you're also a mom. So you're basically a superhero because you're raising a family and growing a business. I look at it as a badge of honor. And I wanted to share that with people and also show other moms, you know, that these opportunities existed for them, that they could do it too. Yep. Uh, and then Moms for Change was books num- book number two. And that was centered around this idea that moms don't just see a problem and think someone needs to fix that. We usually are the ones that say, I'm going to fix it. Yep. And so it was all about moms that are, you know, creating or advocating some change, whether it's personal, societal you know, for their kids, for their families, for themselves, for the world, whatever it is. Um, Moms in STEM was really about providing mentors or, you know, examples for women of moms that were pursuing these careers in science, technology, engineering, and math, because so often we feel like we have to choose. Uh, And then there's three more books coming out. So Moms in Network and Affiliate Marketing, um, because I think that that is a really positive business model for moms, it works with their lifestyle, it gives them community, it gives them training and support. And there's a lot of draconian beliefs about network marketing that stop people, you know, why wouldn't you buy from your best friend or your neighbor that has a product that could help you? Mm-hmm. Why would we judge it? Because it's an MLM, right? Yep. I, yep. And I want to show those positive examples and give these women a platform to reach other people. Uh, moms paving the way in male dominated industries is all about, again, showing these women that are doing the groundbreaking work of breaking stereotypes and, you know, doing it while being a mom. Yep. And then moms who live and love outside the box is book six. And that is really all about the idea that there's no one right way to be a mom, right? Mm -hmm. What's right is what's best for you and your family. And it's an example of women that are doing it their way, whether it be, you know, homeschooling, um, you know, same sex couples, vegan, chicken nuggets and, and French fries for dinner, whatever it is that works for you. It's it's about breaking free of this idea that there, this judgment and this attachment to the right way right. needs to exist. It's, it's showing people options and that yeah. it's okay to want it differently. Um, so yeah, so I love it. And one thing I love most is the women I connect with, right? The authors I work with, seeing the changes that, that the transformations through the process, it's just... Mm-hmm. It fills me up. I can tell you're you're literally lighting up. <laughs> I on the screen. Like as soon as you talk started talking about it, you just you lit up, and that's that's incredible. But I love the realness of it. I love that it's not a sugarcoated like trying to make us feel good, but it's it's in reality these people are successful and these people these women are doing great things, and it, you can do that too, right? You can find examples to inspire or motivate or to to help just encourage you on the path you're on, and. Yeah. It's not just a, here's what you should be doing, but it's, here's examples of other women that have done great things to help us believe in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things we always talk about challenges on this podcast, because I think mm-hmm. that for so many of us, we see challenges, they can be really hard and whether we overcome them or not, they, they can 
they can kind of shake our confidence. They can, they can get in our head. And so you have, you have something that, that you call failure, but it's, it's, well, you say it's important to speak about failures and resilience. I won't say it was a failure, but let's talk about why you think it's important to speak about failures and resilience. And you can, you can kind of talk to us about what one of your big challenges was. Absolutely. I love this topic too. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, I think it's really important that we hear more people talk about the shit that went wrong, right? Because it's so hard when all you see are people's highlight reels to believe that you could do it too. And it's, it's so grounding to hear someone say, Hey, this one time, you know, that thing everybody's scared of it happened to me and I'm still here. So for me, it was, um, I ran my family's business. So we had a food manufacturing business. We manufactured natural or natural and artificial flavors, pastry fillings, glazes, icings for the bakery, industrial bakery mm-hmm. work. Right. And we grew it. Like when I, my dad and I went in and bought it in 2012, I grew it from 200,000 in sales to two and a half million in sales in five years. Um, it was really great, really stressful, really eye-opening. And then my dad died in a car accident and he was my business partner, my mentor. So that was, you know, life shattering. And then a year later, we were 15 uh, days behind on our rent and the landlord changed the locks. So we were essentially forced into small business bankruptcy. I went in one day to set up for a group of angel investors that were going to be visiting on the Wednesday and the bailiff was there with the landlord changing the locks. And I stood there and in a moment watched my whole life fall apart around me. You know, my kids were maybe two years old at the time. I have twins. I employed my whole family, my mom, my sister, my sister's best friend, you name it. They worked for me. We had loans from companies that I had personally guaranteed for equipment and stuff. And I just stood there and went, are you kidding me? Actually, I didn't do that at all. I ugly cried. I cursed. I swore. I went and had a beer. I sat and felt sorry for myself for a long time. Well, not a long time, actually. Um, but I did. I, I felt the feelings and I sat and I felt like a failure. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. And then I didn't, that's the thing. And then I didn't. And then I started to think about all the things we had done right and all the amazing things we had accomplished. And then I had to go through small business bankruptcy, which was terrifying because I thought people were going to say mean things to me. And they did. Here's the thing. They did. They said mean things to me. I was accused of a lot of things. You know, I got sued, all that stuff, but I survived Mm -hmm. and I'm here. No one died. We didn't lose our house, although they tried. Um, But I'm still here. I'm still thriving. 
and it's possible. And that, that is what's important, right? Because we all go through those moments. We all have those, oh my God, the worst just happened moments. I mean, my sister said to me, you know, and people say what's the worst that can happen. Well, we've lived it. So why would we be afraid of anything? Mm -hmm. I was like, you're right. Mm -hmm. What can, what can anybody do now that will shake me to the core? Right. And then the reason I think we need to talk about it is because I'm still here. I survived. I started another business. I'm thriving, helping others, loving life. My kids are happy and healthy. My family is doing well. My life, the world didn't end. Mm-hmm. And people need to know that because when you're going through those times and you feel so isolated and so alone and like a failure, you need to know you're not alone. Right. You need to know that this happens far more frequently than people care to admit because everyone else is so afraid to talk about it. They don't want you to know that they failed. Everything's fine. But let's be honest. Everything's we like we, we push it down, right? We, we just, we yeah. put on the, the happy face. We say everything's fine. We, we hide the, the scary hard parts, I think. Yeah. So yeah. I wrote a book about it and put it out there on Amazon for the world to read about my, you know, 10 things you need to know about small business bankruptcy in Canada. Mm-hmm. And it is my story. And I released it. It was my first ever book. I self-published. I put it out on Amazon all by myself. I mean, here's the thing. 17 people bought it. I'm pretty sure most of them were family or friends. But a couple people weren't. And my goal, I released it at the beginning of the pandemic because I was like, oh, I think this could help people. I think they might feel better. Everybody was worried about their business. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think they might feel better if they read that I survived it, that I'm okay. Yeah. And so yeah, I I firmly stand in this idea that when things go wrong, I talk about it. In fact, I probably share about it more than makes most people comfortable. <laughs> but I do it because it matters that other people know that right. there's nothing wrong with them. They're not broken. Yep. And they will be okay. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I I love that Ta- the the idea of talking about our failures or the challenges and coming out the other side as a positive experience, it, it's, it sucks going through it. Right. But if we can show, okay, well I went through it, I survived it. I'm doing okay now. Like it's, it's possible. And so others that might be going through the same thing, this is why I love talking about things that I've overcome in my career or in my personal life, because if my example can help somebody else through it, then yay. <laughs> like, I just Absolutely. think like, why wouldn't I share that? Um, so I, I love that you wrote a book about it. I think that's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the thing. It also, I mean, it takes away so much fear for yourself because Mm -hmm. if you're talking about things openly, honestly, publicly, what ammunition do other people have? Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, haters are going to hate. If you are doing something worth doing, someone's going to judge you for it. Right. Absolutely. So take the fear away that they might find that skeleton you're afraid to talk about by talking about it and framing it in a positive light and, and, and owning it. I mean, it's part of your story. You wouldn't be who you are now without all of that stuff. So why be ashamed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's, it's great to encourage, um, encourage that conversation and encourage the the sharing of it. Um, I want to pivot a little bit and talk about the, the lack mentality and your perspective. There's enough for everyone. Right. So, so take us back, like, how do you define lack mentality? And then why is this, why is this a a passion point for you? 
Yeah. So black mentality is believing that if someone, that there's not enough, first of all, there's not enough resources are limited. Money is limited. Clients are limited. Um, time is limited. It's all limited. Black mentality tells is what we tell ourselves. And really, I mean, it's a subconscious form of protection, but it's believing that if someone else gets that client, you won't have enough. Or if someone else, if you have all the money, that means there's not enough for other people. So it's like this idea that you can't be abundant because you're taking from other people, or you can't have everything you want because there's not enough to go around. And the reason that I am so passionate about talking about this and, and dispelling this myth is because it fosters competition, which breaks down relationships, breaks down collaboration, breaks down working together to lift each other up, right? And this goes as basic as like finding a partner to having a thriving business, to spending money on yourself, like to saying yes to helping a friend because what if you don't have enough time for something else? It, it's all based in life. But the thing is, there is enough to go around. There's a, there's more than enough. It's not, like they say, the cliche, it's not a freaking pie, right? Like it <laughs> is, there is no no pie in the sky that says, well, here's Megan's piece and here's Angela's piece. And if Angela gets more, Megan gets less. It's just not real. So if you can get rid of that lack of mentality, then you can start to focus on collaboration. You can start to focus on working with people. You can realize that just because you refer someone else or say, hey, you should check out this person and someone signs up with them and not you, that doesn't mean that you're not going to get things because there's more than enough out there. When we get rid of the lack mentality, we recognize that there are the right people out there that need to hear our message our way. And then there's people that don't align with us. And we serve them by knowing that they can align with someone else and creating that community and that network that we can refer. That is how we create more of a service-based attitude. And when we're not afraid, our judgment is clear. We make better decisions, right? We're not doing things because, oh my gosh, what if this is the only opportunity I get? And then we're miserable in the opportunity. We can, we, we can set boundaries. We can say no to things because we know that that's not it. And we can honor ourselves and our, our true intentions and our true desires because we know that that's not the only chance. That's not it, right? We don't settle. We we strive for a fulfilled life. And then from that fulfilled position, we are in a place of joy and therefore we add more to the world. We light others up. We inspire others. We share, we give, we communicate, we trust, right? If you don't think that everything is lack, you trust more because what do you have to fear? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well said. I, I I love this conversation. I think it's it's so inspiring. And for anyone feeling like they need to get out of their own way, this this is what you need to hear, right? This is the the important message. Um. So the sorry, I'm reading through all of my notes and all of my questions that I had for you. Um. I love I love your energy. I love all of the things that you're doing. Thank you. Um, tell us before we start to wrap up, tell us where people can find you online. We'll have these linked in the show notes, but you are on Instagram and you have your website, correct? Yes. So Instagram, it's I.am.angela Bell. Uh my website is 
spelling's funny. So inspired, I-N-S-P-I-R-E-D, and profitable mompreneur. So it's it's inspired and profitable mompreneur, but the N subs in for the and. Um, people can also find me on Facebook, LinkedIn. I don't use LinkedIn as much, but I am there. I'm learning, but I like to tackle one platform at a time. So it's coming. <laughs> Smart. So definitely Amazon carries all my books. So I was going to say, where can we find the books? The books are all on Amazon. Fantastic. Um, Yeah. Amazon's the big one. Barnes and Noble carries them, but Amazon's the easiest one to find. Yeah. So we'll have all that linked up in the show notes for our listeners to find. Um, I always like to point that out because it's, you're listening along and then you're like, wait, I want to go find this stuff. I want to go connect. I want to go follow. So be sure to go follow Angela. She shares lots of really great tips on Instagram. I follow her on Instagram um, and it, it's it's fun. So Angela, to kind of bring this all together, any, any final words of advice or things you want to leave our listeners with today? Absolutely. There's two things. The first is you are worthy just because you are. Full stop. Repeat that to yourself in the mirror over and over. I am worthy just because I am. And the second one is that the woman you see when you look in the mirror is exactly what a successful entrepreneur looks like. Love that. Such a great way to wrap up. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Love this conversation. To all of our listeners, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you found this inspiring. If you did, be sure to leave leave us a comment in the in the review section. We always love knowing who's listening and what you connected with. Go follow Angela. Go find her online. Go check out these books. I'm excited to check out these books. Um, and we will be back here again next week with a new episode. I hope you all have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.